Hello guys, welcome back to Online Podcast. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Um, and if you're listening on Spotify, thank you for listening. And right now, I have a very special guest. How do you want me to introduce you? Uh, Adi. Adi, Sorry. right? <laughs> Adi, known as Browse by Adi. Um, thank you so much for being here. Um, I, I follow your work and I look at your pictures and I'm like, one day when I'm courageous enough because I'm like <laughs> I see needles I see like things that you do to your face and then I cringe yeah. and I'm like but it looks so pretty <laughs> like beauty is pain but you know like mm -hmm. I do uh, I scroll a scroll through your Instagram I'm like okay maybe I'm ready and then as soon as I'm about to like book an appointment I'm like never mind I don't think I'm <laughs> no you're not the only one I've had people tell me Like, they've waited a whole year. Like, they've been stalking my Instagram. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, finally I made an appointment. And I'm like, I'm just going to do it before I regret it. Like, yeah. not doing it. But it's definitely understandable. A lot of people don't like needles. Um, yes. It's not painful. It's not like a tattoo. <laughs> it's completely different. But I understand. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's just, like, even when I get a vaccine, mm -hmm. I have to look away. And it's like, it's just like, I don't know. I just think about it and, uh, and that's why I can't be a nurse. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I'm the opposite. I have to look at the needle going in my arm. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, I have to look. But, yeah. Like, I have to make sure something's going in. Yes. <laughs> no, not like that, but yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for being here. I guess uh, for the people that don't know you, I guess we can start with um, a little bit of your background and... Okay. Um, I guess we can start, like, back, back, back. You're, like, how was your upbringing oh, as a upbringing. child? Yeah. Huh. It was very, it was awesome. <laughs> I have no complaints. <laughs> no, it was great. Um, I have a, a younger sister and then my parents. So it was just us four. Um, I'm really close with my family. Okay. Super, super family-oriented. Um, so I always, I guess... Growing up, I always wanted to help other people because my parents are just those type of people that they're always, like, helping everyone else. Yes. So I thought the medical field would be for me. Yes. This, which is why I went to Socorro. Yeah. <laughs> I know you. Um, but I didn't stick with it. <laughs> I did for a little bit. Um, so you have a sister? Yeah. Older or younger? Younger. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she has a How is that? Too. I never had a sister. No. I have twin brothers, which is um, cool, but we're... Eight years apart, mm -hmm. so they see me more of a mom more than oh, a sister. Okay, yeah. um, and they're not old enough for me to be able to relate. Mm -hmm. And then I see them, and then I see the stupid things they do, and I'm like, and oh gosh, <laughs> yes. And I'm like, gosh, like I'm trying, but no, like why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So how was that? Um, when we were younger, we fought a lot because I felt like. I didn't feel it at the time, but she just wanted to be like me. And to me, yes. it was annoying. Yes. So I feel like that happens a lot with sisters, and we're only three years apart. Okay. So we're close enough to be close, but, yes. like, too far to, like, be interested in the same things at the same okay. time. Because when I was in high school, she was barely starting middle school. Uh-huh. So it was just very different times, and 
I was like, no, like, I don't want to hang out with you. You can't hang out with me. Like, you can't hang out with me and my friends because I were pink. You were red. (laughs) Yeah, it was just very hard with her. And then now we're both moms. Okay. So now we're inseparable. She's 22 and she has a one-year-old. And then I have a two-month-old. Yes. So when when I got pregnant, she was so excited. She was like, yes, you're, like, finally going to go through everything I went through. And, (laughs) And, yeah, like, seeing her mom... Made me want to be a mom. Oh. <laughs> so now we're, we literally see each other every day. Like, we'll work Isn't out. Isn't it crazy that she's the youngest one and then she mm-hmm. had the baby first? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yes. She's much more mature than I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right word, but she grew up faster than I did. And, uh, yeah. So she's, she's that's great. my she's dog in the background. <laughs> oh, okay. have yeah, a, I, really I have a great Dane. Oh, no. Uh, those are really pretty. That's yeah. Awesome. So that's why. And she's she's a girl. Uh, mm-hmm. Her name is Luna, and she's the sweetest. But then you hear her bark, and it's like she oh sounds scary. <laughs> she sounds scary, but then as soon as you pet her, like she's the sweetest. Aww. Like she just barks, but she doesn't do anything. Yeah, usually big dogs do. But They're you know what? Whenever ones. people come into, you know how they knock and they oh, uh-huh. try to sell all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I don't. I have her with me. So it was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, I have the dog. And then they see him. I'm like, oh, no, that's okay. So they leave. <laughs> so really? They're like the perfect Aww. excuse. I have a weenie dog. So people are like, oh, how cute. Yes, he's cute. He yeah. He's not a good guard dog. He's a bad guard so dog. So on the, po- uh, the past podcast, uh, I had, uh, I think it was, we talked about military. Mm-hmm. And so um, we had a veteran and he came in and she didn't even bark. And she barks to everyone. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is a stranger, you know, like, you should be barking at them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, and she didn't even they do know. anything. They, yeah. But, yeah, it was. They know. I don't know. They have a feeling of, like, good and bad people. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but I interrupted you. You no, were no, talking about your, uh, your sister and how you oh, guys yeah. are being moms together now. And mm-hmm. um, Yeah, that's been great. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It's really cool. Um, she's taught me a lot. And. She was like, you need to have patience, which I don't have. But now as a mom, I'm like, okay, I think I I think I have the patience thing down. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm getting it. <laughs> so how, how how did that upbringing shape the woman that you're at right now? Oh, um, well, my parents instilled, like, all sorts of values. Like I said, family is first. Um, well, God, then family. Yes. <laughs> um, they did bring me up in, like, a religious, like, Catholic um, they were pretty overprotective, so I yeah. didn't get to, not that I didn't get to, but they didn't want me, like, growing up really fast, and, like, they tried to, like, shelter me, um, and I was always very independent ever since I was super little. My mom's always told me, she's like, if you're going to do something, like, I know you're going to do it. I can't stop you. <laughs> and that's just always how I've been. So, um, I grew up not rebellious, but just doing what what I wanted and that was like it just fighting that independence yes and it wasn't like bad things because I always had that background of like family and like Mm -hmm. a good girl I guess yeah people would say it um but yeah they helped me they they made me see like the kind of mom I wanted to be and the kind of person I wanted to be like to other people um for a long time I didn't want kids and I same (laughs) yes and I'm like how old is your son Four. Four? Oh, okay, yeah. You see, like, I, I'm like, I'm too young to be a mom. I'm only 25. Yeah. And I always said, I was like, if I have kids. Are you married? 
Um, I have a fiance. Okay. Yeah. So practically. How, how, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. So how long have you guys been together? We've been together. Oh my god, I don't even know because it's been forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> uh, it feels like forever. It feels like I've known him my whole life. But now we've been together going on um, three years. Okay. Like officially together. <laughs> yeah. So me and my husband uh, got married. We waited three years. We said we weren't going to get pregnant. And then a month later, I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's good that you waited, though. Like, yeah, yeah. So the plan was that we were going to keep going without having babies. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's practically the same amount of time, three years. Yeah. Yeah, we... I, even though it's been three years, I feel like we've moved, like, really fast. You guys have lived together a lot of things. Yes. A lot of things. <laughs> so, but, yeah, he's really good. He's, a really, he's like, my whole support system. Yes. Um... Yeah, he supports me in everything, like everything. And I tell him, I'm like, my parents have, not that they've let me do whatever I want, but they've always given me the freedom to like, you're going to live and you're going to learn like on your own. And make your own decisions. Mm -hmm. So I tell him like, it's really hard because he always, he's 30. So he's five years older than me. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's wiser. (laughs) He is wiser in a lot of things. And I'm still very like that independent person like I still want to be like no I know what I'm doing like I don't need your opinion (laughs) but he gives it to me anyways he's like I don't care like you're gonna hear my opinion and you're gonna like it yeah (laughs) so yeah that's I mean it's it's really good to see that now as I'm like older Mm -hmm. because I did a lot of crap (laughs) when I was younger that I should not have done um but I learned. I yeah. learned a lot. I went out of school. I went out of school. I went out of the city for college. Mm-hmm. And then I came back a year later because it was Where'd just you not go? for me. Texas Tech. Okay. Um, yeah, I moved to Lubbock for How was that? Okay, so going back a little bit because oh. we're going on a little fast. I know. I'm like, wait. <laughs> I've lived okay, forever. No, no, no. Just kidding. No, no. Um, so you went to Socorro for the HPA program because mm-hmm. you wanted to go into the medical field. Let's see. And then you went to Texas Tech for what? For nursing. So okay. I was still in the medical field. When I graduated Socorro, um, I was an EMT. Okay. So did I did you work on that? that. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I worked here for about a year. How was that? I loved it. I liked that. Tell me one of your craziest experiences. Oh, okay. <laughs> one of my craziest experiences was not here. I worked as an EMT in Lubbock when mm-hmm. I left over there. Um, and I worked in the jail. So my very first day, scary. Yes, my very first day, there was a fight. <laughs> You're like, I got his nose broken, and like he was crying like a little baby, and like he's an inmate. He was in jail. Yeah. And I go and I'm like cleaning his nose, and like I stick like a a Q-tip, like those long ones. Yes. The applicator, and I just like just cleaning him off, and he was crying. Like he just started <laughs> crying, and I'm like, but he was fighting. Oh, no. Yeah. And I'm like, but you got yourself here. First yes. of all, in jail. Second of all, in the infirmary because you were getting in a fight. Um, so I think my whole experience at the jail was crazy. Like, it was, I worked nights and then. Oh. Um, but it is it calmer at night? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. I mean, during the day, you have like everybody else, like the psychiatrists, the doctors, the nurse practitioners, the pharmacists, like everybody. At night, it was just us, me and my partner. Like, that's it. It was just us two and we. And then the cards, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm like, you don't want to be there. <laughs> no, we didn't want to be there by ourselves. No, just in the clinic. It was just us two. And um, anytime anything happened, there we went. Uh-huh. Um, I did have this guy. He was jumping on the bed. 
and they had metal shelves, mm-hmm. and um, they didn't know how long he had been on the floor down because he, I guess, he jumped and like he hit his head, mm-hmm. and um, the corner of the metal shelf lacerated his head, like it. Yeah, oh, he God. had a huge gash, and he was bleeding for who knows how long. And by the end of the night, I was covered in blood. Um, he did survive. Fun. <laughs> yeah, he survived. <laughs> we sent him to the hospital. But that was maybe one of the bloodiest. Yes. <laughs> one of my bloodiest experiences. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I worked for a year here um, with the private ambulance company. And then I worked over there. And then when I came back. Why did you come back? Because, why did I come back? I came back because it just wasn't for me. The being away or the nursing? The being away, I felt like I could have handled it, but I didn't like Lubbock. Okay. At all. <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> There's nothing to do. Like, it's just everything. Just a college town. Around, yeah, it revolves around tech. And it was ugly. Like, I every time I came home, I was like, oh, my God, the mountains. Like, you really miss them. Yeah. I didn't even realize. Like, I didn't realize I would miss them. Uh-huh. Um, and of course my family like I I just felt like I left for like the wrong reasons I guess mm-hmm. I was trying to again grow up and I was like get away kind of yeah I was kind of like getting away and so I I came back and I was like, like my parents were like it's okay like you tried it you didn't want to do that and you're just gonna do your own thing now like you have to figure out what you want to do and I didn't leave so much because I didn't want to do nursing I still wanted to do nursing so I was going to finish my basics here and then apply for the nursing program here. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I decided, like, working more as an EMT, I didn't want to do nursing. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm tired of it. Like, I don't, I don't think I could be a nurse. I don't think I could handle it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's too much, like, stress on your body. It's just, it's a lot of work. Like, my heart goes out to all the nurses because it's, it's a lot of work. And so I decided I wanted to be a respiratory therapist. I wanted to focus on something and, like, have a specialty and Mm -hmm. something that was more fast-paced because I like that. I like the adrenaline rush. I like the – and with nursing, you kind of have to stick to, like, a department that you're going to be in for a while. Yeah. Respiratory therapy, they go all over the hospital. Yeah. So I was like, I want to be everywhere. I just want to experience everything. And then I ended up dropping out of school when I started doing brows. (laughs) Okay, yeah, so how so, did that happen? Um, one of so my, how did you decide to go into the beauty world? And I mean, going well, from nursing to that, it's kind it of It fell drastic. into my lap. I didn't decide. Okay. I never thought I would be doing what I'm doing now. <laughs> I never thought, I was never a business person. I never thought like, oh, I get like get to go out and talk to people and like have different clients all day. You know, like that yes. was just not my thing. I'd rather just do my work and be to myself. Like yes. I've always been like that. But um, one of my cousins... She moved here from Dallas, and she wanted to do um, eyebrows here. Mm-hmm. And she was already doing it over there, and she wanted to start her own business here. And so she did. Um, we became really close when she was here. Um, and she taught me. She was like, I need you to help me. She, was, she offered me. She was like, do you want to help me? Because now I'm getting pretty busy, and I want I need help. So I was like, okay, like might as well. And... I really wasn't... While you were doing your basics. Yeah, I was... Actually, I was already in the program for respiratory therapy. You were already in the program? Yeah, I had already gotten accepted and everything. It was, like, that summer, like, between... Like, I had gotten accepted and I was going to start. 
And there's very few people that get accepted into the program. Yes. So you have to really work for it. So it wasn't like, oh, I just got in, you know? No, they only accept like 10 to 15 students. Uh Oh, Oh, sorry. (laughs) It's okay. And so, yeah, I just, I talked to my, um, to the director of the program and I was like, I'm doing this, like, and I saw like how much money I was making. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's not all about money, (laughs) but I saw how much I was making. But at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I was young. Yeah. And um, I saw how much I was going to make as a respiratory therapist and how many hours I was going to work, like 12-hour shifts and stuff. And yeah. just making my own schedule just did not compare to, like, working 12 hours under somebody else yeah. and making the same. Exactly. Because at that time, it was like, probably the same. And I just, I was like, no, like, I want to, I like this. Like, I like being my own boss. I've always yeah. been super independent. I was like, this is going to give me... The happiness that I want right now. Uh-huh. And I did at the back of my mind. I was like, I'll go to school later. I'll go back. I mean, school's always going to be there. Yeah. I'll go back later. Um, and no, I haven't gone back. It's almost <laughs> been five years and I haven't gone. I have no plans of returning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my cousin, she moved back to Dallas. She got married. She has her own life now. and like, So she trained at you. Yeah, she trained me. Um, and I worked under her for a little bit. And then she decided to move back home. Okay. And How I was the training? Her. Was it, you know, No. Um, did it come easy to you? I mean, no. You know, because <laughs> nursing, EMT, mm-hmm. it's pretty much all books. You know, yes. this is more like skill mm-hmm. and, you know, just hands a different, on. yeah, very hands-on. So, so how how was that transition from like you know like being into the books into like actually I doing know. something? Well, actually, when I moved back from Lubbock, I started working at a plasma donation center. Okay. So I wasn't really an EMT, but I was still using my license. Yeah. Um. So they taught me how to um put IVs and like draw blood and stuff like that. Um. So I like that. I like the. I mean, it didn't really bother me. I was like, oh, I could be a phlebotomist. Yeah. <laughs> if I wanted to. Um. But yeah, they taught me the phlebotomy part of like the medical field. And when I saw what she did back then, it was just microblading. I was like, well, it's a needle. Like, it's still like, I mean, it's pretty cool. I'm like, you're still helping people. So in that sense, it was hands-on, like in the medical field. Um, and it did come a little bit easier to me, I feel like, because I had that background, like yeah. working with skin and like. You know, like, cutting skin. <laughs> I didn't want to put it like that, but it's, it's like that. Yeah. And so, um, I just, I liked it. I was like, this is different. Like, it's not, a lot of people always tell me, they're like, oh, so you're a cosmetologist. And I'm like, no. Not even close. <laughs> I don't do hair. I don't do makeup. I don't do anything that has to do, like, in the beauty industry. It's just, literally, like, my license falls under tattooing. Okay. So, Technically, I'm a tattoo artist. Okay. But I just do permanent makeup. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really liked that. I was like, this is cool. Like, nobody, there's not a lot of people that do it. Um, Back then, when I started microblading, I think I was only, like, a handful of us in El Paso. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, this is a good time to start doing this. And it's always going to be around. Because permanent makeup, people wanting to look better, like, improve themselves. Yes. Vanity. (laughs) As females. Um... So I really, I just really liked it. And I felt like it did come to me a little bit naturally, but she, she had a lot of patience (laughs) with me Um, because I, like I said, I wasn't like a business person. I wasn't like out there or outgoing. 
Um, so I didn't even like talk to my clients at first. Like I would just be really <laughs> awkward. And yeah. Like, Hi. Like I'm gonna numb you, and then we're gonna get started. That's yeah. it. But now, like I talk to all my clients. Like I've learned a greater relationship. Yes. Like I've, it's a whole different like person. Not a whole different person, but it's another side of me. Um, I've made a lot of like business relationships, and of course, started my own thing. Um, going on five years, four years. So okay. you started working with your cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing the business was your cousin's. Yeah, it was her business. And so then I was under her. Okay. Um, but at the time we had to, since it was so new, we did a lot of marketing. Like we went out okay. to like um, street festivals and like fairs and just concerts and stuff like that. Like um, any like bridal fairs, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like we have really had to work on like getting clientele. Yeah. Because it was new. Like, mm-hmm. people are like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> you can cuss. I'm like, I'm really bad with You're free. bad words. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, a lot of people didn't know what it was. So we had to, on top of, like, getting people to trust us, like, with their face, we had mm-hmm. to market, like, our, our business and, like, try to keep it afloat, I guess. Um, so that taught me a lot. And so it wasn't hard when I did my own thing, when she decided to leave. I think it was a little less because you already had your clientele. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I already had my clientele, and I already knew how to like get clients. Oh, and social media is a big thing too. Yeah, I learned how to like market on social media, um, and that taught me out a lot. Um, influencers now, you know, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They rule the world. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that. But they they have really helped me with the uh-huh. with promoting my business and stuff like that. I think that's one been one of my greatest tools. And I think in this kind of industry, it's a lot of word of mouth. Oh yeah, and it's so word of mouth. If you know your your friend that knows that friend that knows you, and then they trust them, like okay, yeah, then mm-hmm. I trust you because yes. I trust them. And so it's a lot. So I feel that it may take a little longer just because it's word of mouth. Exactly. But then the trust is a lot stronger mm-hmm. than if I just see you. Um, yeah, and I think now with social media, especially Instagram, you can see the people's work. So you yes. can see the different faces, the different shapes, mm-hmm. the different everything. And you're like, oh, there's a consistency. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. And I try to make my work, like, as natural as possible. Um not so much, like, the same shape on everyone. Because people ask me, they're like, do you have, like, a shape I can pick from? Or, like, I'm like, no, we'll use your face. <laughs> so it'll be, like, formed to your face. It's They're your brows. Yeah. They're going to, it's going to look like you. Um, I'm not just going to, like, stamp, like, whatever no, shape okay. I want on there. Um, and then a lot of people, I do get surprised when people are like, oh, I found you off Google. And I'm like, oh, that works. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Like, you just type yeah. in, like, brows or, like, microblading in El Paso. Yes. And they, like, I come up, which is cool. But there is people that just, they see a few pictures and they're like, okay, like, I'm going to go. Uh-huh. And that's really, that's really neat. Um, but most of the time it's, oh, my friend came or my mom or mm-hmm. you did my sister's brows and or my cousin. It's someone always that they know. Yeah. Um, or they've been stalking me forever on Instagram. <laughs> like me. <laughs> I know. It's, I mean, it's okay. I tell people, I'm like, there's no time limit or there's no like, oh, you're not going to get it done because you've waited too long or anything yeah. like that. Like, I I mean, do your research. Like, it's, yeah. it's good to do all that. There's a lot of um, work out there nowadays, sadly, that isn't 
um, because it's like under a tattoo license, mm-hmm. anyone can do it. Okay. Like you can literally go on YouTube and watch videos and like buy this stuff and like just start doing it. Okay. If you have your tattoo license. Like you just buy it from the state. So that's really scary sometimes. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's really scary because you don't know like where people got their training from or, and there's no like, it's not like cosmetology where you have to go to a, um, to a cosmetology school and take a test and do yeah. so many hours. It's not like that. So you really have to pay attention to what you're you're getting yeah. yourself into is what mm-hmm. I always tell people. I'm like, as long as... Like, I've had clients who we just don't... Um, we're not on the same page. <laughs> they okay. want something that I can't give them. Not that I can't give it to them, but I, I choose not to because it's my work. Um, and it's okay. only happened, like, a few very... They want you to do something that you're like, oh, well, my name's going to go under this. Yes, like, it's not going to look good. Or, like, the old school tattoos. Like, a solid brow. And, like, I'm not okay with that. I don't do the old school (laughs) tattoos. So, I'm like, but you're more than, like, welcome to, like, go find an artist who will. Because, unfortunately, a lot of people do work for the money. Yeah. I mean, it's, and, um... You have to, you you know, respect your reputation and you protect it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to, yeah, just, like, build my reputation and just keep it the same. I always tell people, I'm like, natural brows and natural uh, permanent makeup is my specialty. Yeah. Um, so if you're not looking for natural, if you're looking for a more, like, bold makeup, yeah. um, I can still do it. Obviously, I always, like, whatever my client wants. But we have to, come, like, meet in the middle. Okay. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Is what I always tell them. <laughs> like, we have to meet in the middle. <laughs> and that's it. I mean, it's. It's been really rewarding. It's really cool. I didn't think it would be, like, the beauty industry and... Because there's always so many new things coming out. And I feel like if you just stay on top of it, you're just... I mean, you're going to be okay. Yeah. And how... So, was it scary to start a business of your own? Yes. It was very scary. How um, was that process? Um, did you rent a place? Did you do it at your house? Or how did it start? No. So, I rented... Um, my grandma used to be a hairstylist, okay. and her sister um, was still, or no, she wasn't a hairstylist. She was already retired, but their best friend, they worked together, the three of them. She has a salon, or had a salon uh, before COVID, and um, she she offered me a room. She was like, and like, mind you, this is a bunch of old ladies, like little viejitas <laughs> that go to the salon, and but they had an extra room in the back, and I was like, oh, I'll rent it, like that's perfect for me, like I love older ladies, um, like we get along really well, and I really trusted my grandma's friend, yeah. So because she was like family, like she's like one of my tias, mm-hmm. so I went and rented from them, and it was so much fun. It was, I loved it. I loved working there and all the little old ladies wanted me to do their brows. <laughs> so that was really cool because I, I was in a salon and uh-huh. I did hair and nails. Um, so that like helped me gain, it helped me, like it comforted me knowing that I would, you know, like clients were going to see okay. yeah. me working and stuff. But mostly like I would still work by appointment. Um, and yeah, it did give me like a lot of that exposure. That I needed. Um, I grew a lot and I learned a lot about myself mm-hmm. <laughs> in the time. Because, well, yeah, I mean, I was alone. And do you like, don't have that guidance? I mean, not that I didn't know what I was doing. Because I did. Like, for my cousin, I learned a lot. 
Okay. I learned how to like manage all the money and how to like order everything, where to order everything from. You know, isn't like, it scary? Once you start putting your money there, it's mm-hmm. like. Oh. Is better work. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, when I was buying all the, like, the podcast stuff, I'm like, oh, my God, what am I getting myself into? Yes. <laughs> Now I have to be consistent. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I felt like that so many times. I'm like, what am I getting myself into? And um, my best friend, Priscilla, I think you know her, mm-hmm. and um, uh, my boyfriend at the time, he, um, he was like, you can do it. Like, you... You're gonna be okay. Like you have a set clientele. You're good at what you do. Like you're. It's not like you're doing like a bad job. Um, and my parents too. They told me they're like, we believe in you. You know, like. Well, that's good that your parents supported you. Because yeah, like you they, know, coming from um, Hispanic background, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel her daughter, HBA student, Texas Tech, <laughs> comes back, EMT, uh, respiratory. Um, what is it respiratory therapy, therapy. <laughs> and then never mind let me do brows yeah, it, it can like, be a little just, shocking yes i was like let me just throw the whole last 10 years out the window <laughs> or not 10 years maybe like five years but still it was it was a big adjustment at first when i started doing brows well it was just on the side you mm-hmm. know like i was still in school and my parents were like oh, okay like that's cool but they were still kind of like iffy like Is this just a trend? Like, is it going to die out soon? And I'm like, actually, no, this has been around for a long time, mm-hmm. starting with, like, the traditional brow tattoo. Uh-huh. Um, and um, so I'm like, people are always going to want to get this stuff done. Like, yeah. people still to this day ask me for the old school tattoos. I'm like, I don't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it was a big, like, it was like a big leap of faith. And. But again, I've always, like, once I put my mind to something, I'm just, I'm going to do it, like, and I'm going to do it how I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which can be a good thing and a bad thing sometimes. But I knew that in order to make money, I have to spend money. So, like, I started investing and, like, obviously, like, all the supplies, all the furniture and decoration, like, because I'm a big believer, like, if I like my space, yes. if I have, like, a good, like, uh, what is it called? Like, a good, um... Like, a good vibe with where I'm working and, mm-hmm. like, if I like the decorations and everything. I'm just, I'm going to do better. Mm-hmm. And that's what I explained to my fiancé. I'm like, we're, um, we're actually working on opening up a new studio right now. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so I tell, because he's like, why do you need to decorate so much? And I'm like, <laughs> because it's a whole, like, it goes with the business. It's, it's the experience. Have, it's not just the brows. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And People it's have to come here and have a whole experience. <laughs> and it's kind of the same as, as your home. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, my God. The moment we bought um, our home, my husband and I started, he just wanted to have, like, a, some simple chairs, a, a table, and then maybe two couches, and we're good. No. I'm like, this is your home. You're supposed to feel, like, come from work, feel comfortable, mm-hmm. and, you know, this is your space. I'm like, oh, I don't understand that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, yes. but and, and with, your, your, with your studio, mm-hmm. it's the whole experience. Yes, yeah, it's the whole experience, so I, I mean, even since the beginning, like, when I barely started, I mean, it was probably the most basic furniture, but I still felt like it looked super cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, people are coming in here, and they can feel, like, my vibe, my energy, yeah. my, whatever it's called, um, my whole aesthetic yes. is what I always put it as, I'm like, it's an aesthetic, because it's not just, like, my work, I want people to feel comfortable, like, yeah. if they're at home, you know, mm-hmm. like, I want them to feel comfy. Um, so yeah, so ever since then, like my 
first studio by myself um, till now. I mean, right now we have a studio and I share it with two other girls, um, two of my best friends. And we each, we've been told several times by our clients, like, you come in here and you really feel the love. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, because we're in a suite right now where it has, like, a waiting room and then, like, a lounge area. And then it's oh, our nice. three rooms, like, separate. Uh-huh. And each one of us owns our own business. So okay. I have my brow and, like, permanent makeup business. And, like, you go in there and um, you see, like, green and, like, just, like, bright colors. Not bright colors, but um, very neutral tones. So, like, there's a lot of light in the room. And then you go into Priscilla's room, and she does spray tans and body sculpting. Uh-huh. And hers is very zen. Like, she has a lot of plants and, like, Buddhas everywhere. And so hers is, like, very calming. And then you go into Alondra's room, and she has bright colors. Like, she has a yellow wall, and she has, like, a Frida Kahlo painting. So and, you like, can see uh, your personality in Yeah, definitely. And even though we're so different, people still feel, like, the whole, like, aesthetic of everything. And they feel that we're united you know what i mean like we're putting off like a good a good feeling of like just being comfortable there and that's yeah. what i want like i want people to always feel comfortable um so now that we're growing our business they're gonna stay there <laughs> unfortunately i'm so sad <laughs> that they're staying there um but me and my husband or future husband are gonna um, grow our business and we're gonna create our own studio now somewhere else um so I'm really excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited. He just started um, in the industry, in the same industry. Okay. But he does, instead of makeup, he does um, the scalp micropigmentation. Okay, and yes. And it's um, for guys that are like thinning hair, or mm-hmm. females, thinning hair, um, going bald, anything so like how that. So how, how does that work? So it's also, he also uses like a tattoo machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and he creates like little impressions on the skin. Dots, basically. They're just dots. And it kind of looks like a hair follicle. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not like 3D hair or anything like that. Like, people are like, are you implanting hair? <laughs> no, we're not implanting hair. It's ink. Yeah. Um, it's just a dot, but it looks like a short buzz cut. Like, very, very okay. short. Um, so, he can, like, fill in hairlines. He can create density. Like, females, I feel like um, sometimes a lot of females have either thinning, like, at their temples or thinning, yeah. like, back here. Mm-hmm. And with the dots, it just makes it look fuller. Okay. Um, which is really cool. Like, he has the patience I, that I, think I never if, knew. Uh, <laughs> he had. I mean, with, you know, yeah, every single dot. dot and then mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it has a lot to do with um, the thickness of the needle. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, how you place it so it looks natural. And, yes. you know, so I'm pretty sure there's a lot. Yeah, of exactly. It's a lot that goes into it. Because people are like, oh, that looks super easy. Like, they're just poking, like... <laughs> little dots into the head and no like every dot has to be evenly spaced out so it looks natural yeah um because if it doesn't you have like a lot of dots over here and then not like more scattered over here it's gonna look like ugly and of course it's ink i'm pretty sure that's like the last resort right like let's say your Mm -hmm. your hair your hair fell down and it's not growing anymore Mm -hmm. so i'm i mean that's like the perfect solution for that Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a really awesome thing um it's new it barely came out um and he because he was looking like obviously he sees like okay she's working from home not from home but like she gets to make her own schedule like very flexible now that we've started a family like he wants that too and i mean i want that for that like i want that for him too (laughs) 
I mean, especially with your baby now. Yes. That's perfect because then you can have the baby, then he can have the mm-hmm. baby, and then you get, you guys can just work yes. your own. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, really, I don't think we'll ever, like, go back to a 9-to-5 job yeah. or working every day. <laughs> like, God forbid that happens because yeah. we're, we're not going to know how to act. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, we're really, really blessed to be able to do that together. Um, and then since I got pregnant, I did hire um, one of my cousins. Um, so she's been helping me out. So that's awesome. Yeah. So we we outgrew the room really quickly in our oh, suite. Help you with the business or with the baby? With the business. Okay. Yeah. So I trained her, uh-huh. um, and she's she's been. Really so are you in maternity leave right now, or did no, you already I go just back? Went back? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my baby turned two months yesterday. So mm-hmm. yeah, I went back about two weeks ago. I was like, I'm only gonna do the six weeks because. I cannot stay home. I was like crazy. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, I was horrible at staying home and like not doing anything. I have to be doing something. I'm like, even if it's just one client a day, yeah, I have to do so. I have to get out. Like I have to go back to my element. So yeah, I've been back um, for two weeks already and it's been great. I'm not working every day. Mm-hmm. Of course, I have my cousin that's helping us. And um, my mom watches the baby. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. When I'm at work, it's only for a few hours, but... It's it's great. <laughs> yeah, that, that's awesome. So what would you tell someone that has been hesitant to start a business? You know, it's a huge leap of faith. Um, as a woman, um, maybe you have some insecurities and uh, maybe people don't believe as much in you as if you were a man, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, what I've would you... <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. So what would you times. say to someone that... <sighs> It's really your gut feeling, like your instinct, but I, you just have to do it. You have to, you, you're going to be scared. Like it's natural. Like you're, that's why it's called a leap of faith <laughs> because, <laughs> because you're terrified. Like in that moment, you're like, I could lose everything and I could fail. And I think a lot of people, um, we, we focus on failure too, too much and we don't focus on like, Hey, that person actually tried. Mm-hmm. You know, or they, you know, like people don't just, they don't do that all the time, you know, like they don't stop what they're doing or stop working or open up a business just because, um, so I would say just do it. Like, just don't listen to anybody else. Like your gut instinct, of course you take people's advice and of course the people who care about you. You take what's good. Yes. And whatever what's not. bad. Yeah. And you know, you know, what's like not good advice. Um, when people are, um, I guess, envious, envious, (laughs) ignorant to like what you do or like what you're trying to do, but you really do. As long as you believe in yourself, you can achieve whatever you want. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I've learned. As long as you believe in yourself, you're going to go far because, um, that's just, I don't know. That's just the way it is. Like if you believe in yourself, people are going to believe in you. Yeah. Um, because you're going to give off that, that energy. And, um, yeah, people just have to do it. As far as, like, the being a woman, running a business, <laughs> it's not, um, I would say now it's easier, um, nowadays, I guess. Um, I have had some instances where I'm not, I wasn't being listened to. Like, I've had, like, some concerns, whether it was at my building or with other things, mm-hmm. with supplies or stuff like that, and... I wasn't listened to until my husband went and, like, 
called or like went and told, said something, and I'm like, why do they listen to you and not me? Like, that's I'm the not owner. Fair. Yeah, I'm like, I'm the owner. It's my name on that lease, or you know. And he's like, it's because I'm a guy. Like, he just puts it point blank, and I'm like, oh. like I never even like thought like of that. You know what I yeah. mean? Because you don't think about it until it's already happened, and you're like, oh crap. Well, that sucks, you know? It sucks yeah. to know that people are like that, but it is what it is, and you can't let those small things, because it's a small thing. Yeah. Especially a man who's going to treat a woman like that, they're they're small. Like, they, mm-hmm. you can't let those things make you feel small. Like, they're the ones who are small, because they think like that. Um, so I you love just that. Have to... <laughs> I'm going to write it on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because it's true. I mean, you have to... Like I said, if you think you're, um, not that you're bigger than everyone else or anything like that, but when things like that happen, like, it's not okay. Yeah. It's not okay. And, um, cause it could, it could be serious issues and people don't, they're not aware of that or, you know what I mean? So yeah, you just don't let the small things get to you because either way, you're going to keep doing your thing. You're going to keep shining. Yeah. So... The little things are super irrelevant. <laughs> like, I think I was mad for, like, a whole day when my husband told me that. Like, it's because I'm, like, you're a girl and I'm a guy, so they listen to me. And I was really, like, upset for, like, a whole day. And I was like, well, that's not cool. Like, mm-hmm. and it was something so insignificant. It was my landlord. <laughs> um, we were in a building that has a bunch of business suites. Mm-hmm. So... Out, right yeah, outside of our room. Huh? You can go ahead. No, no, keep, keep oh. talking. Let me move. <laughs> it's okay. Um, oh, yeah. Um, once we were right, or no, right outside of our room, or no, inside our room. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember anymore. There's a, an alarm, the fire alarm, mm-hmm. and it kept going off. Like every, it felt like every 20 minutes, it would go off. <laughs> no batteries. And, Yeah, it was, but it was loud, it was so, and us, we were like, okay, it's low batteries, you know, obviously, Mm -hmm. but it was like those ones that look like horns, like, it was super loud, (laughs) and so we had clients, like, it was annoying, you know, like, I'm there turning up the music, trying to cover the noise, and so I had called my landlord, he ignored me, I texted him, ignored, this was, this happened for like a month, where he would just not get back to me, I was like, dude, like, I need you to do something, and then he told me, like, he sent the guy or whatever. And I'm like, like, I even told my husband, I'm like, can you just go and, like, unplug it or take out the batteries or something, change them? And no, you couldn't because it was, like, mounted on the wall. Okay. And you, there was no opening for the batteries. Like, the whole thing had to be changed or something. And finally, my husband calls. And, like, the same day, the maintenance guy goes. Like, why? I've been calling for a month straight. Like, it was just so annoying having to deal with that because I would show up to work and the girls would be annoyed because that thing was going off. And I'm yeah. like, why? Like, why is it still an issue? Why? Are... And he, like that little tiny problem that was fixed in under five minutes. Like, <laughs> it was like, oh, my God, it was just five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it took five minutes out of that guy's time. To get it fixed, and all because I was a female, and he just didn't want to listen to me. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was it was not okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was so butthurt about it. <laughs> but I got over it. And, I mean, there's just little things. The little things build up, and they make you stronger over time. So, yeah, it's no big deal. Um, but, yeah, I definitely, starting a business is 
so scary, but it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's addicting. Yeah. Because you get a vision, and then you just want to keep going and going. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel right now. I think it's only because I'm opening up a new studio, so I'm on, like, this high of, like, wanting to, like, do more. <laughs> trying to upgrade and try to do mm-hmm. new things and try to, you know, bring more people in. That's awesome. So your mm-hmm. specialty, obviously, is brows. And then you also do the lip blush, right? Yes, so I do lips and eyeliner as well. Um, But yeah, I mean, I love doing all of them. Mm -hmm. All of them are so much fun. But yeah, I started with brows, and that's what I'm more experienced with. But yeah, lip blush is really cool. Um, That's also pretty new. I think I was one of the first ones to do it here in El Paso. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really has, like, Helped a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an aunt who has, um, I don't know if you know what Bell's palsy is. Half of her face mm-hmm. um, got paralyzed. Yeah. And so, yeah, like one side of her lip was like completely like down. And it, um, I don't know, the physical therapist told her to like massage it and mm-hmm. like do stuff. And yeah, like it's been helping like over time. Unfortunately, hers didn't go away because she has multiple sclerosis. Oh, okay. So, it didn't go away. Usually, Bell's palsy lasts two to three months. Mm-hmm. Um, but hers just, it stayed like that. And so, with the lip blush, we were to, we were able to, like, even out her lips. Mm-hmm. And, like, she actually was able to, like, start moving her lip more. Oh. Um, just because, I guess, the the nerves got stimulated, like, in the process. Um, so, that's pretty cool. With older ladies, like, we lose the collagen, obviously, just like our face, our hands, we lose the collagen. You know how they tell you, like, drink yeah. the collagen, <laughs> you have to, like, do this, this, and this, like, so you don't lose, like, the elasticity of your face and all that. It's the same thing with the lip blush. It actually stimulates the collagen production, okay. so it makes your lips look a little bit more plump, mm-hmm. and they don't, like, it fixes, like, the wrinkles that you have. So with older ladies, it's like a huge hit because yeah. they're like, wow, my lips look like I'm young again. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really cool. Um, Little things that lot. make a lot of difference. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Like, it's not just the color. It's not just, like, the brows. It's not, like, just, like, a tattoo. Like, I don't like to call it a tattoo. Like, um, because it does. It does make a huge difference in the way somebody feels and, like, how they see themselves. So I really like that about what I do. Plus, it takes away a lot of time in the morning to get ready. <laughs> I mean, you might imagine having your brows done, your lips done. Mm-hmm. If you have some um, lash, lash extensions, then you're ready. You don't exactly. even have to do anything. Just do like, just take anything. a look. <laughs> yes. Like That's me, fun. I just cover my dark circles. Right now, I did my makeup because I was like, I can't look. Like, <laughs> I haven't slept. <laughs> yeah. But no. I mean, my baby's actually really good. She's sleeping through the night now. Oh, that's good. That usually happens until, like, three months, so Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, she started at, like, I want to say, like, five weeks sleeping. Awesome. Like, through the night. We were so surprised. We were like, whoa, she just slept seven hours. Yeah. (laughs) So that's been a big help, too. Um, But, yeah. That's awesome. Is there such thing as perfect brows? No. Okay. Absolutely because not. <laughs> I feel like one of my brows is a lot, it's taller than the other one. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, that's the only, that's the reason that I've been stalking you. Because I'm like, <laughs> if she can fix it, because, oh my God, I swear. Mm-hmm. I try to, you know, even do my, try even it out. Mm-hmm. 
And then, I mean, I have some days where I'm like, damn, like, I did good. <laughs> yeah. And then some other days where I'm like, I feel, have you seen uh, that movie from um, uh, Adams? No. Um, what's his name? <laughs> um, with Jennifer Aniston. Oh, that he's yes, a, Adam Sandler. Um, Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Um, Adams. <laughs> Adam Close Sandler. Enough. Close enough. Um, and then I think he's a plastic surgeon. And they're at the at the clinic, and then oh, yes, the lady is. that has like the, the huge rat, that's how I feel sometimes. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! I heard like every movie reference to like a bunch of characters and stuff. They're like, I don't want to look like this person, or I don't want to look like. I'm like, you're not going to. But there's no such thing as perfect brows. Um, we're not symmetrical, of course, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but we can get pretty darn close okay. with permanent makeup. So, yes, I could even add your brows <laughs> um, whenever you're ready. Um, try to make them the same, you know, like more symmetrical, like where the arch is like the same. They're not like one's higher than the other. Um, but, yeah, it's not like I have really, um, what's the word? Sometimes as females, we can be like really nitpicky. Uh-huh. And like, because we see our face every day, like we, yeah. we're, I'm like that. I'm like, I know all my imperfections, okay? You don't have to tell me. <laughs> I do not have to be reminded. But um, the, um, I do have some clients that are like, no, I know like what I want. And like, that's good. Like, that's awesome. Uh-huh. They, they're, they're ready to go. And then I do have clients that come in and they're like, well, I have no idea. Just do whatever you want. Or like. I trust you. Like, you're the one that's doing it. And I'm like, like, at first it would scare me because I'm like, well, what if what I like? You don't like. Yeah, yeah. you don't like. I mean, I think I'm going to do what's natural for your face, of course. But if I think, like, if we go too dark or if we go too light, you know, like, you don't have to tell me. Um, But I really learned to, like, manage people like that. And, like, nitpickiness, I guess. But sometimes I want them to be like that because I'm like, tell me, like, tell me what you want. <laughs> I don't want to decide for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, is there different techniques for for brows? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do three. Um, microblading is the most natural. Well, no. Let me rephrase that. It's the most um, realistic looking because mm-hmm. it's hair strokes. So it's done manually, which means I don't use a machine, um, and it's like. You use a little blade, and it's not a blunt blade. It's just uh, needles shaped into a blade. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you do is you you create, like, the hair-like strokes. Mm-hmm. So it goes with your pattern. Okay. And it looks like you have hair. It doesn't look like it's shaded in. It doesn't look like makeup. Um, it looks really natural. A lot of people like it, but it's not for everyone. Just because with microblading... Um, we tend to go a little bit deeper than the first layer of the skin. Um, the old school tattoos go all the way to like the third layer. And that's uh-huh. why when they fade, they look ugly. <laughs> they tend to look, um, they change, they tend to change colors. Yeah. And then. Kind of like greenish, bluish. Yes, green, blue, gray, like red. I've seen red brows, purple brows, all of that. Um, and it's just because it goes so deep. Okay. And of course, like a different technique was used. I mean, they were just like shading in a brow shape and that's it. Mm-hmm. But with this now, we only go into the first layer of the skin. 
So it fades quicker. It fades over time, which makes which allows for it to look more natural. Um, so with the microblading, we tend to go a little bit deeper. Um, so over time, it will get a little bit thicker. Um, it will. We run the risk of it um, looking kind of smudgy, not so like sharp. Okay. Over time. Like, if you do it over and over again. Mm -hmm. So, it's not recommended for people with oily skin um, or, like, um, combination skin, like, oily and dry. Usually, it's just recommended for people that have hair and that have, like, dry skin. That way, it doesn't... That way, you don't have to get it I didn't know that. That's very good to know. Yeah, there's a lot of things that, like, play into it. Because, I mean, it's so popular now that everyone Mm -hmm. wants to do it. Yes. And that's just microblading, like, on its own. Um, The other two techniques is uh ombre and then like micro shading and there's so many names for all of these like people come up with their own names like i've seen like 3d embroidered brows (laughs) i've seen yeah and i'm like what the hell is that (laughs) i mean that's not what i was taught but i mean we were all like taught differently like i said you're it's a very it's a very new thing and it's very um diverse i guess like in different cultures even and different like um countries they call it something else you know Mm -hmm. but for the most part microblading is microblading it's the Mm -hmm. natural hair strokes um micro shading or combination brows because those are the two most used terms that's a combination of the manual hair strokes Mm -hmm. and then some shading to add like that fullness and the density so with the machine you don't run the risk of going too deep um unless you were not properly trained (laughs) yeah um, that's the only way you would go too deep, but it um, it looks more like soft makeup, like when you put powder, mm-hmm. or even I know people like to use like a pomade, which looks a little bit more bold. Um, you can do that with the shading, um, and it kind of looks like little dots are like scattered everywhere. But we don't do it one dot at a time. It's okay. just it looks like a pixelated look, okay. and so it's also like you can also do it to where it looks natural. Um, and that's good for any skin type. Also, the ombre or like a powdered brow. Um, it doesn't really have, like with the microblading, you have like a set shape. Mm-hmm. You can do like the hair strokes in the front. With ombre and like a powdered brow, you're just filling in like the rest of the brow. You're not making like a box in the front <laughs> or okay. anything like uh-huh. that. Like you're, it's never going to look like the old school tattoos where mm-hmm. it looks like they grabbed a Sharpie and just like. Went. So that one, you're going in... Yeah, you're like shading, shading it. Okay. Yeah, you're shading it, and it's done with the machine also. Um, but it's never going to look like a solid brow. Or it shouldn't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let me say it shouldn't look like a solid brow, because somebody's going to go out there and they're going to be like, I have solid brows now. Thank you. <laughs> but no, I mean, it just depends on... Everyone's technique is different. Like I said, I can do like a very natural brow to like one that looks more like makeup, but... It's just your preference. Okay, so how can you achieve the perfect brow? Is it, mm. I guess it depends on the person, huh? Yes, it depends on the person and like, I mean, there is no perfect brow, like I said, but there's a perfect brow for you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, uh-huh. Do you have your brows done? Yes. So I don't have any makeup in my eyebrows. Okay. Whatsoever. That's beautiful. So <laughs> what you. What do you have right so now? So I have a combination. Combination. Yeah. So, so strokes with shading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have so like is this strokes stroke? in the front okay. and the shading throughout my brow. Okay. Um, just because I have brow hair, 
Mm-hmm. But my brows weren't very even, just like yours. <laughs> how you say, like, one's higher than the other. That's how mine was. I think mine was, like, one was thinner than the other one. Uh-huh. Um, so it allows it to, like, look fuller and look even. Um, what do you do with very thin brows? Because I have very thin brows. <laughs> Those are not the thinnest. The thinnest. The thinnest I have seen. Like, I swear. I haven't, you know, plucked my eyebrows in, like, forever. Just so I can make them fuller. <laughs> yeah. And they don't grow. <laughs> I know. I have so no funny. hair. <laughs> but my mom's brows are like that. So I guess mm. it's genetics. Yes, it is. Unfortunately. I got my dad's hairy brows. Like my sister, she doesn't have brows. Because of my mom. <laughs> like my um, my husband's sister. <sighs> she has hairy brows. Mm-hmm. And she used to hate them. But I'm like, well, that's perfect. Yeah, because then the you thing. can shape them. Mm-hmm. And then... You don't have to worry about, like, I can grow hair. You know, you can just, like, pluck your eyebrows and no, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, with yours, I would definitely do, like, maybe a combination or mm-hmm. the ombre. Um, microblading, we could, I mean, honestly, we could do any, any of them. And with what I do, it's not permanent, like, even though it's called permanent makeup. Um, it's not like the old school tattoos, so we can always build up on it. Like, let's say you wanted okay. to get microblading. And then we do your touch-up in two months, and you're like, well, I want them a little bit fuller or a little bit darker. We can add some shading. Like, it's never okay. too late. I always tell people. I'm like, either we can start really natural and then build up, which I always suggest we do that first, because we can always work our way up to a bulger brow, but we can't go backwards. Yeah. So, and I tell my students, too, because I train, and I tell them, I'm like... If you have um, two colors that you can't choose, choose the lighter one the first session, and then you can always go darker. Because we can't go backwards, we can't erase. <laughs> yeah. um, How long does the shading last? The shading, it lasts um, up to three years. Oh, so, okay, so yes, you can't go back. <laughs> yeah, you can't go back. <laughs> three and years is a long fade time. It'll yeah. fade a lot, and like if it's too light, well, then you're lucky. Because <laughs> it, won't, it won't look really bad. But... Um, you do have to be careful, like, when people say, like, I want a bold brow. I do have people coming in on their first session, and they're like, I want a makeup look. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure you want that every day? I'm like, let's do this. Like, I'll suggest something or, like, a certain color. And I'm like, we can always come back later and make it darker. Yeah. I'm like, sorry. always. No, you're fine. We can always do that. So I like to start natural. Super natural. Uh-huh. That's my thing. Um, but, yeah, like I said, with yours, I think we can do pretty much any of them. And, like, make it as natural as possible. and then later But I'm, on, I'm guessing with my uh, with thick with my thickness, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can go. Yeah, we can go thicker. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, in order to go thicker, like, with yours, I would do a combination. I would do, like, um, that way because you can see a difference from where there's hair and where there's not hair. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, we want to blend it in. So I would probably do, like, some strokes and then just shade in a little bit just to add, like, the density. Oh. Yeah. It's really an art. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Like, that's yeah. the cool thing about it is that sometimes I feel like an artist because I'll come up with some stuff. Like, it's not so black and white. You know what I mean? Like, as to, like, microblading and then, like, ombre. Um, you can just do whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> whatever, like, the client wants, whatever they need or whatever you think is best um, or whatever is going to look really good. But, of course, that comes with, like, years of experience. Have you had some eyebrows where I'm like, oh, my God. 
how am I going to do this? Like, you don't you, you don't even have an idea. Unfortunately, there has been a lot of times where I have to turn away people. Because, but it all has to do with previous work. Oh, okay. There's never brows that, like, have not had work done. And I'm like, oh, I can't do them. Okay. No. Like, if they haven't had work done, I can do pretty much anything. Like, from no hair, I've done people with no hair, like, none whatsoever. And then people that have, like, a bunch of hair... And, like, we have to shape them first and then do the microbleeding or, you know. But people with previous work, it's way harder to, like, correct and just depending. A lot of brow artists choose not to work on people that have previous work. And it's understandable because you don't know, like, that person's skin very well. Um, and then you see the work and, like, they have gray brows. Like, you don't want to work over that because it's not going to look good. It's not going to look natural. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, I'm not putting my name on that. Yes. So I do um, specialize in like correcting. It's kind of like boobs, right? Yes. <laughs> some yeah. some like some surgeons don't do it right, and then you want to go somewhere like, yes. oh, I can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's not fixable, or you have to wait. Yeah. Um. So it's the same thing. I mean, we. I try to, but I'm also very honest. Like I tell people, I'm like, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and take your money. Well, first of all, I don't... I mean, that's just not how I am. Uh Like, I can't just take their money knowing that I'm not going to give them what they want or, like, what they deserve. Because a lot of people don't know. They don't know how, like, the brows are supposed to look. They just know they're like, I don't like this. But it's, like, black or, like, gray, like, too dark. What happens when Um, you see that? What happened for it to make it look that way? They either got a traditional tattoo or they got Mm -hmm. microbleeding with somebody who wasn't trained. And they went way too deep in the skin, so it turned like that. Like it, yeah. How how do you make sure you don't go way deep into the skin? Practice. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, practice. I mean, you have to be really light, like with your hand. Okay. Um, and there's there's ways to tell. Um, there's a thing called like channel bleeding, Mm -hmm. and it's like little pinpoints, and you know that's like the perfect depth you're getting in, and the skin is gonna go in and it's gonna stay there. But if you have somebody, you're doing microblading, like, each stroke, and they're, like, gushing blood. Like, not gushing blood, but it comes yeah. out a lot. You know you're going too deep. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's things like that. But some people, like I said, like, they weren't properly trained, or they just, I mean, everyone's Or the, the shape is not there. Yeah, or the shape is completely wrong. And we, there's been shapes that I have not been able to fix. Like, I'm like, you have to get it removed <laughs> before I do anything. You have to try to get it removed. Um, you can? It's kind of just the same as a tattoo, I'm guessing? Yes. So, yeah. Um, they do offer laser removal for, for But then it now. turns white, huh? That's what I've Some seen. Some places. I don't know. Some places, yes. I do have a client right now where um, I offer saline removal, mm-hmm. which is kind of like we're reversing the process. We're trying to bring up the pigment by inserting saline in its place. Okay. So, like, the saline goes in and the pigment comes out. Um, but it's a long process and it takes... A lot of sessions, yeah. to be honest. So you have to have a lot of patience. I have this lady who got her brows tattooed, tattooed a long time ago, and they're blue. Like they look because they were blue. in. Yeah, it was the. She's like at the time they were black, and I'm like, well, they're blue now <laughs> because of how deep it went. Yeah. So she has blue brows. And she has been awesome with the process. Like, every time, she's like, they're lighter, they're lighter. And she did try. Um, what they did to her, 
They tried covering up the tattoo with skin-colored ink. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just not possible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's know. black. Yeah, I don't know. And Do I you know like colors? It, <laughs> Let yeah, me show you. <laughs> exactly. I feel like they made it look more blue. Yeah. Then, so we're working on it. But she's had, like, three sessions already, so she knows it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. Um. Getting people to understand that is sometimes a little bit hard because we can be impatient. Yeah. I'm impatient. I'd be like, I want results now. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is what you do. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's why I tell people, I'm like, do your research. Just, it doesn't, it's not that hard to like look at people's work and do, mm-hmm. or find somebody you know and like convince them to go before you. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people do that. <laughs> They're like, that's what I do with my mom. mom. Yes. A lot of, I have groups of, like, sisters, and they're like, we brought our mom for Mother's Day, and they're like, in reality, we just wanted her to get it first. <laughs> what? That's evil. But, yeah. Well, that's how we are. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, well, thank you. I learned a lot. That's, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was so much about brows, and thank God, you know, everything's advancing, and then you can... Do the things that you don't like yeah. to your to your face or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you also have the lip blush? I do. I'm wearing lipstick right now, but I do have lip blush. Okay. Um, my lips were super pale. Like, I was dead every time. You know how when you brush your teeth and, like, your lips get, like, pink yeah. and, like, super cute? I would... <laughs> I would try to put, like, a bunch of chapstick on, and, like, I'm, like, I want it to stay like this. Yeah. Like, I want it to stay like this all day. And it wouldn't. It wouldn't stay like that. Like, it, the color would just disappear. And, like, it looked white. And my grandma and my mom, why do you look like you're so tired? Why do you look sick? Like, are, are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? I'm, like, what? I just don't have color in my lips. So when I found out about the lip blush, I was over the moon. Like, I did it on myself. Oh, like, really? Yeah. I did it on my best friend first, and then I did it on myself. And I was like, like this with is a awesome. mirror? Yeah, with the mirror. I was like just in front of the mirror trying to do it. Um, do not try that. <laughs> like, don't try <laughs> Disclaimer. to do Yeah. <laughs> like, do not get, go get a tattoo machine and do your own lips. But um, it was, it like changed my life because it looks like a natural tint. It's mm-hmm. never going to look like a harsh tattoo or like solid lipstick. Do they, uh, does it fade away like mm-hmm. the mic? Okay. It does fade away. But I think it's been two years now that I've done my lips, and they always, people, I always still get compliments. Yeah. People always tell me, they're like, I love the color of your lips. I want that. And I'm like, well, this is my color. <laughs> Give no, me I'm the lipstick. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so awesome. that's really cool. I really like that. It's not, um, I've done corrections, but very few. Like, it's really hard to mess up lips. Uh-huh. I don't know how people do it. I think only lips, like, get messed up is when they do the old school tattoo. And it's and like the fixing, fix right? Yes. As well. Mm-hmm. Um, even with regular. Because I swear, I'm all, I'm very imperfect. I'm a very imperfect person. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> okay. Because I swear, like, I think just like this brow, mm-hmm. this this side of my lip, that the little, the oh, heart, yeah, the you know, yeah, uh-huh. one's a little higher, higher, than, the higher than the other. <gasps> so every time I'm doing my lips, I'm like, my top lip is fading faster than my bottom lip i don't know why uh-huh. but on my way over here i was literally like trying to fix it and i'm like oh my god i can't be looking like this this is what i do for a living i need to fix it asap my excuse before was that i was pregnant but now you know. i have to fix everything yeah i mean you already uh went back to work how's mom life it's good it's um 
It's very... I don't even know. I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> Trying it's to figure that, it out. Yeah, like, some people, like, I'll go to the doctor. Today, my daughter had her two-month shots. Oh. And, like, it's just so weird to be, like, my daughter. Like, I'm here for my daughter. I'm like, wow, that sounds weird. I never thought I would be saying that. Yeah. Um, but she's she's a blessing. Like, it's so cool to, like, watch her every day, like, learn new things or do new things. I'm like, did you see her? I think my husband gets annoyed. <laughs> Because I'm like, did you just see how she laughed? <laughs> like, she's laughing at me. <laughs> and he yes. just thinks I'm crazy. Uh-huh. That's I how we are. That's how it comes. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when I had Milan. Mm-hmm. I had this, like, a bunch of cute outfits. And oh, yeah. every day, I would put on a new outfit. Mm-hmm. And then I, I would sit him down um, on the couch. And then I would take different pictures. Mm-hmm. And that's all you would see back then. Just pictures mm-hmm. of him. Until I realized, like, huh, like, my Instagram's just, like, full of him. People must be really annoying. <laughs> and, like, then I some- I am. and then I post something of me and, like, well, him is, like, you know, 100 likes. Oh, and then yeah. with mine is, like, nah, you know, 15. Nobody cares about you anymore. Nobody cares about I me. I yeah. feel that with my parents. My parents are like, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I just came to oh, drop something off. For- forget it. Forget about it. You're yeah. no longer special. No. No longer. I, mean, I don't think I was. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was a spoiled one. <laughs> I swear, like, every time we go with my mom and and my in-laws, you know, like, oh, it's all about Milan. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, how's a baby? Well, he's not longer a baby. But we call him a baby because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's the only one. Um, so it was like, how's the baby? We could bring him. And like, oh, we, we, you know, if they drop by and they just want to visit, I'm like, oh, we wanted to see Milan. I'm like, okay, you didn't want to see us, huh? You're like, well, it's not about that, but we wanted to see him. Yeah, we really didn't want to see him. <laughs> I mean, it's not that we can, we don't care about you, but we care more about yes, him. Yes, so. I saw that with my sister. Like, I would, my sister would come over and pick up dinner, and I'm like, why didn't you bring the do- like your daughter? Why? I don't want to see you. I and then she would get, like, sentida, because my <laughs> friends, like, she would come over and stuff, and, like, my sister probably that she just wanted to have, like, a night to herself or something. Yeah. And, that, like, all of us were like, where's Felicity? <laughs> Where is your daughter? And she's like, I left her at home with her dad. This is, like, a girl's night. And I'm like, we didn't want a girl's <laughs> night. We just wanted to play with your kid. <laughs> but Felicity. Yeah. Now I feel bad. <laughs> now I know how it feels. I, now I understand. Yeah. Yes. But, no, it's awesome. It's really cool. That's good. I'm mm-hmm. so happy for you. Thank you. Um, that's the last question I had. Um, so where have you been an hour? It went oh by God. so fast. So uh, every, like, podcast is an hour? Um, it depends. Oh, I, I don't have one. a time frame. Oh, okay, um, okay. It's just however long it takes. And then I, I do have my questions, but, you know, I do ask a bunch of others. But, that's um good. Yeah, it's been an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> okay, that went by so fast. Yes. Well, thank wow. you guys for watching. Um, if you're watching, once again, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Um, my social media is Stacy Stacy Mar S T A C Y Y M A R, and you can find us on Spotify and YouTube as One Line Podcast. I don't know if you want to say your uh, your Instagram for oh, for your business. <laughs> so my Instagram is browse by Adi underscore. Um, and Adi is A-R-I. And then you can also find me under Browse by Adi on Facebook. And then apparently on Google. <laughs> so yeah, just be on the lookout for that. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you. you guys and see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye.